Good morning, Delaware County. <laughs> As you uh, all need to pull out those bingo cards, <laughs> you may notice this is not Nicole Fells this morning. Molly Myers Labaney is back. Yep, yep. But you know, Nicole's not here at all, so that means it's Hannah Simpson. It does. So this, this is, is a new combo. This is a new combo, <laughs> and we are gonna rock it today. I'm just we gonna say, <laughs> I love having like the experiences. You and Jaina, whoever I get, we're having a ton of fun. And with us today, we have Warren. Oh, my God. Higher. Higher. I am so sorry, Warren. It is one cup of coffee down, and I totally forgot your last name before I got there. Need a second cup. I was so excited to have you today, too. Warren's coming from, uh, or to us from the orchestra, and we're going to find out all about Symphony. what's going on. Central Ohio Symphony. Molly needs coffee. Molly needs coffee. Yep. We're going to inject it right into your veins next time. I drove in <laughs> from Northern Ohio late last night, and it was my birthday, so I'm going to use that as an excuse as long as I possibly can. <laughs> I don't know. I was at the airport at midnight, so. Oh, Warren. Okay, Warren, you taught me. You taught me. <laughs> that We'll work together on okay, words. that's fine. I'm I ready. need all the words. Um, we're very excited, though, and of course, we're going to start this morning the same way we always do, which is talking about some books. Talking books is what we do best. So, Hannah, did you bring a book to tell us about today? I am on a reread right now of one of a book that I read in 2020, and I listened to it the first time, and now I'm reading it with my eyes. Yes. <laughs> it is called The Secret History. Ooh. It is a classic. It, it was written in the early 90s, and it is Donna Tartt, a Pulitzer Prize winning Donna Tartt's first novel. Ooh. Um, it, if you've heard me talk about Dark Academia, it's yep. Dark Academia season for in literature and movies and stuff. This is the seminal Dark Academia novel. Wonderful. Okay, tell us more about it. <laughs> so it follows a. Um, it's it reminds me a lot of a little bit of Gatsby in that you follow this sort of hapless young man who stumbles upon these kind of wealthy odd people, and mm-hmm. he comes from California to a small college in rural Vermont, <laughs> and they and he wants to get into the classics department, and this is a very selective program. He's one of six students in it. And they're basically cut off from the rest of the college. And so as this this environment, they're in under the thrall of their professor Julian, mm-hmm. and they get and they decide to throw a bacchanal. And that, they go into the woods and some things happen. And this is and it gets dark and and there are some deaths. And but it's also on the reread, kind of a comedy. Really? Like the leader of the of the group, Henry, he he like is this very erudite student. But he hadn't heard, this takes place in the 80s, that men landed on the moon. Oh. <laughs> and then you're just like, Henry, how'd you not know that? And they say some, some funny things that if you look at it through the perspective of how insane these these college kids are, you're like, oh my God, come on, guys. This is the magic of a reread. Mm-hmm. Going back through and like you love that story and you've got those main points down, you know what's going to happen, so you're so much more prepared to see those little tiny details. Yeah, and there's a little bit of like, of, of, uh, Sexuality and that they're uh, they're try- like who is who is gay who is straight that sort of uh-huh. thing and there's one character who doth protest too much uh-huh. <laughs> and on the first read through I was like oh well yeah and the second time I'm like oh come on honey like yes. we know <laughs> now who is the audience for this book Hannah this audience is definitely an adult audience mm-hmm. it is it is dark it is it has I'm looking up words all the time I'm so glad I have my mm-hmm. Kindle because <laughs> I can press down on some of these words um, Donna Tart yeah she she writes very very heavy like literature okay yeah. um so I, I would this is not really for teens maybe a college mm-hmm. student and then up that's who i would recommend this Excellent. for um uh and the author does read the audiobook but yeah. i wouldn't recommend that i she kind of t- she has she has a voice that is 
kind of up here, and it's very. You have to get past her voice until yes. it takes you a while to get through it. So I have an opinion on audiobooks read by their own authors. Let's hear it. It is a um, mainly no, with an occasional yes. But I think you're always going to get a better job with a professional audiobook reader. Mm-hmm. But every now and again, especially if you have a star autobiographies, I love hearing like Amy Poehler reading her own and things yeah. like that. But unless the author has some sort of formal training, I tend to say. Let Agreed. the professional do it. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Right. I do have some that I will allow that I was wrong on, but mostly I think it's true. Well, and we've got big news out of the audiobook world this week. Um, Britney Spears' memoir is coming out. It is not Ooh. going to be read by Britney Spears, however. She nice. said it, there, she, there's been too much in her past. She doesn't want to relive it. And so um, Academy Award winning actress Michelle Williams is stepping in. Oh, it's going to be amazing then. Yes, it's going, it's going to, to be, be amazing. Lovely. And yes. we're probably going to learn a lot from that. Yes, we are. Anyway. Now, well, Warren, mm-hmm. I got to say, I'm staring at a really big book in front of you, and I am very curious what you're going to tell us about today. Well, um, I, I brought uh, one of my favorite books is what I did. Just I love because it. Because I've been so busy, I haven't done a lot of reading. But this is Genesis, Genesis of a Music by Harry Parch. Harry oh. Parch is a mid-20th century uh, composer, poet, um, instrument builder, uh, yes. designer of intonation systems. And during the uh, Depression was a hobo. Oh, this is going to get interesting. Right. And so he oh. built all these instruments in this book. And this book is a treatise not only on the tuning systems, but the instruments that he built. And I can show you a couple here. Just very unusual. Wow. Um, they're one of a kind. And um, oh my! Uh, he really kind of turned the the musical world upside down kind of in the mid, mid-century era. So this is one of my favorite books because it's, it's technical, but there's stories and everything all involved at the same I'm time. I'm not going to lie, Warren. Just when you set it down and I looked over, sometimes you see someone's book and you just see love That's exactly it. the word I was going to use. And, right. you know, the cover has been taken care of, but it's got that beautiful oh, age yes. and reading on it. The, the pages are pristine, but also they've been loved. Yep. So I have to say, you had me right away. And to add to the hobo, I had an uncle who oh. in the 60s, rode the rails from Ohio to California and would just pick up random jobs along the way. I am now fascinated by that whole culture of people traveling on the rails kind of illegally. I'm not going to say what my uncle's name is. So a lot of of part of that (laughs) life came into his his music. Yes. And they're kind of operatic stage productions, Mm -hmm. and everything's kind of all mixed together, and it's it's very unusual – and it's just it's something for a long, long time I've, I've really enjoyed. The book's out of print now, so um, I just I went over to my bookshelf and I thought, I'm going to use that one today. Well, that one, and I'm just going to say the name again. It's Genesis of Music by Harry Parch. Right. So if anybody is interested, this looks like a fantastic read. And you can find his performances on YouTube, too. Um, okay, and the next um, book, I let me tell you about what I'm reading. Uh, I have to say, I am blown away again, and I don't realize the author until I, you know, hear something. I just read Carrie Soto is Back by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Such a good one. Um, I didn't realize till halfway through when she mentioned, now I'm looking at you, Hannah, Daisy Jones, Jones in the Six. In the six. I said Daisy go. Six in the Jones last time. Um, I loved that book because I kept looking it up to see if it was a real band. Well, this one goes into the sports world i have to say as you all know i call sports sports ball because i can't remember which one's which 
but I love the energy of sports. This one is tennis. Now, do you follow tennis, Molly? I don't, but I did have a family friend who uh, their son was, he played uh, as a practice person with Andre Agassi a couple times way back in the day, which kind of helped me connect to this book a little because Carrie Soto is like the best tennis player the world has ever seen. Her father, from the day she was born, raised her to be the best tennis player. Now, her father, you may sound like that's somebody driving her. She is a driven human being. She loves her father. They have a close relationship. Her mother died when she was young. But Carrie Soto takes over the world. She just shows everybody what she can do. She wins all these records. And then with an injury that her father warned her not to get, she has to leave. Seven years later, there's a new up-and-comer who's coming for her title. So Carrie Soto, as an elder tennis player, comes back. Because mm-hmm. 37's unheard of to be a tennis player. And I don't want to give anything away, but you get into her life. The sports ball stuff, hey, non-sports ball people, you're going to follow it and love it. Sports ball people, you're going to follow it and love it. (laughs) So there's a little something for everybody. It's just Taylor Jenkins Reid can write a story. It's one of her best female characters, too. I mean, she obviously writes wonderful female characters like... uh, like, obviously, Daisy Jones and Evelyn mm-hmm. Hugo. Um, oh, Evelyn Hugo. But what I think about <laughs> Carrie Soto, because I also re- I read yes. this. I am a tennis fan, and I read this in between the Australian Open and the French yes. Open, um, is that she's she's not terribly likable all the time, but you don't no. hate her. She's not like an... She's very flawed. She's very stubborn. You can see why the world sees her yeah. the way they do. You they give her, her a name I'm not going to say on radio, mm-hmm. um, but... You can see how she got the name, but you can also see it's not who she is. Yes, it is. It, it is a masterful work of of drawing a female character. It, it's it's wonderful. So highly suggested if you're looking for just a good. To me, this would be a great road trip book. So especially if you have a significant other who you maybe can't agree with something on. If, if they're yes. sportsy, like that's something I think that they could get into as well. I mean, I don't know anything about having a significant other that you maybe don't always agree on. But <laughs> um, I listen to a lot of Star Wars books on audio, like Star Wars books. So <laughs> um, those are not my pick. But wonderful book, wonderful time. Um I think now we're going to go to commercial, and then when we come back, we're going to talk all about all the things Warren has coming up. Sounds great. Thank you. You're welcome. You all missed it, but Hannah just told me she was hit by a puck. Okay, once I was a long time ago, (laughs) but this one, it ricocheted. We were at the Blue Jackets game. It ricocheted off the guy's shoulder in front of us and hit Nick's knee, and then I I, like nudged it to the guy in front of us since it hit him full on. We just caught the ricochet. (laughs) Okay, okay. I have been hit by a puck for real, though. Hannah. Yeah, I, I had a bruised bone in my hand. It swelled up. It was all gross. I'll show you a picture. Oh you my. should, maybe, maybe you should show me a picture. Well, welcome back. Uh, we've got Hannah Simpson again as my co-host. This is Molly Myers Labady. I've got Warren Heyer today from the Central Ohio Symphony. Look at me say all the words right. Got it right and this time. Yeah, I did. And you know, Gage, I forgot to thank you for being on the board with us <laughs> no, today. No worries. And. This is where you can tell I'm not as practiced. I let Nicole just lead me around during the mornings. Okay, let you so spread good. your wings. Spread those I know, little wings, I can Molly. do this. I can talk. <laughs> but while we're talking, I want to talk about what I am so excited. Warren, tell us what the Central Ohio Symphony is up to today. Well, well we have big things coming on this weekend. We open yes. the season tomorrow night. Oh. Concerts at 7:30 in Great Chapel on the Ohio Western Campus, downtown Delaware. And if you've ever, if you've never heard the Symphony in Great Chapel, you've got to go here. It is 
wonderful. It's a remarkable experience. And not only is it just hearing the symphony, but you're part of it because you're so close to the stage. You yes. wrap around the stage and you can see everybody uh, easily and just experience. It's a real experience to be there, unlike a, a really big hall where you're sitting a long way away. There's nobody that's more than 80 feet from the middle of the stage. So. Just amazing. Yeah. You're, you're right there. You're right in the music. Yep. You can get lost. Now, what all, I know you've got some really special music coming up. Right. Can you tell us a little bit yeah, about what I'd they're going to hear? To. Well, we're open. This is our 45th season. We're Congrats. calling it the Sapphire season. Yeah. It's been a, been a long, long time coming since 1978. Uh-huh. Um, and so we're really excited about that. Um, and we're using this opportunity uh, because Ohio Wesleyan has a new president. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yes, and you so do. And so we are welcoming him to the Delaware community, mm-hmm. uh, uh, kind of semi-officially on behalf of the, uh, the um, city of Delaware. So there'll uh-huh. be a proclamation to him. Wow. Uh, the uh, county commissioners are doing that. Mm-hmm. The uh, uh, convention visitors bureau is going to present him with a, a basket from uh, from Delaware. So this is our chance to to really have the community welcome him. And so we're working with the alumni department, inviting mm-hmm. alumni from Central Ohio to come and, and and meet this very, very dynamic new president, Matt Vandenberg. Um, this sounds like a great experience for anybody even new to the community who wants to right. learn more about their community. Right. And, and, and just uh, what makes Delaware, um, of, um, you know, those partnerships that are real important, yes. particularly between the university and the, the city of Delaware. Mm-hmm. You, know, you go to a lot of... Uh, um, college towns like this and and the university is off on the side in delaware it's right downtown so yeah. there's there's that energy between um both Oregon, you know both the entire community i've been working here for six years and the partnerships in this county right just keep blowing my mind how right. well people want to work together to mm-hmm. accomplish things to make this one of the best communities in the nation. It is really amazing to see all that work. Well, and speaking of partnerships, the library partners with the symphony. Well, that's right. We do. And I'll tell you about other partnerships, but we, we partner as, as an organization all over the city. Our, yeah. our mission is engaging the community through music, and we look to partner with um, all kinds of organizations, everything from the courts to uh, United Way to um, – the uh, Farm Bureau to to whatever we can, and with the schools. So part of the partnership that we're doing now yes. with the library is the Culture Pass program. I love the Culture Pass program. And this was a, a, kind of an inspiration uh, we found when we, we found that you were doing the Culture Pass with mm-hmm. um, Franklin Park Conservatory and the Columbus Museum of Art. Yes. And our thought was we can do the same thing. So if you are a student, 18 or younger, and you've got a library card, you bring it to the concert, show your library card, and you get in for free. And just a reminder to everybody, Hannah, what does a library card cost us? Zero point zero dollars. I love to do that in yeah. a group of kids <laughs> to ask them how much their library card cost. And you always have one kid who's like, one million dollars. And I'm like, or free. <laughs> well, what's really wonderful, additionally, if once the child shows their card, the accompanying adult they get in with the deal as well, yeah, don't they? Yeah, they get in for just under half price, right? That's amazing. And it's, you know, whether it's a grandparent or an, uh, you know, a parent or some or a guardian or whatever, they can they can make that combination and make it kind of a family. Event. And it's super influential when you, as a child, get to hear music like this with your family. Right. Like you never forget it. Before we were while we were on commercial break, we were talking about. I grew up in Southern Ohio, and I grew up with the Huntington Pops, right? Playing on a barge, and I've never forgotten those experiences hearing them play and the fact that we have this so affordable and realistic for kids. Right. 
And I think what's what's really interesting, you know, we've offered free tickets from time to time, and mm-hmm. we have some that come. But I think it's the fact that they have something that they own, a library yes. card that they can leverage to get yeah. inside the door. I think that's really what makes it work. And we have them line up at the door. I love it. So it's it's really a great experience. Um, so as I say, we're starting uh, uh, the the concert on on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. It's at seven thirty in Great Chapel. Tickets are available online at centralohiosymphony.org. You can call the office or just come in, and we have tickets available at the door. But the the program is just is really really uh, interesting. We uh, are starting out with Jennifer Higdon's Cold Mountain Suite, mm. based upon the book and the yes. movie and her opera. And we were one of the commissioning orchestras, uh-huh. uh, one of thirty eight in the in the country. Unfortunately, Jennifer isn't able to make it uh, due to some uh, some health issues. But um, so we are doing the Ohio premiere. It's never been heard wow. in Ohio before. So we're really interested in, in doing that. Um, we have um, a new violin concerto. It's mm-hmm. only the fourth time it's been performed by a South American uh, composer, Miguel uh, Aguila. Um, wow. And the soloist is an international level violinist. I just picked him up at the airport last night. <laughs> oh, wow. Guillermo Figueroa. <laughs> And uh, so he will be playing it. And it's, it's a really exciting piece. It's, it's kind of a story piece, kind of a, a, a journey through music. Mm-hmm. Uh, through music. If you like Scheherazade, you're going to like really parts I of I love style. Scheherazade. Yes. I, I have a storytelling background, so you got me there. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a great story. It's, it's all outlined in the program. Um, so, it, um, you know, if you like stories, it's a great piece I for love that. stories. And then we're ending with Camille Sanson's uh, Symphony Number no. 3. Um, which is actually known as the organ symphony. And we use the great uh, organ in Great Chapel to finish it off. Everything, he'll pull every pipe out. uh, It's loud and powerful and just very, very exciting way to end a concert. If you've never heard an organ being played in a place like Great Chapel, it is life-changing. Well, and this is no small organ. This is a huge organ, has uh, 4,600 pipes in it. Um, and you'll hear everything. It's 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 really amazing. If you are familiar with the movie Babe, yes, I very much am. And that's the Oregon Symphony. Are you kidding? That's it. So. Okay, well I know what I'm going to be watching this That'll weekend. Do yeah. That'll do, pig. Never stops touching me right in the heart. That'll do. It will be uh, <laughs> will be, will be live streamed through the Ohio Wesleyan uh, uh, YouTube channel. Uh, you can go look for uh, Central Ohio Symphony and tomorrow's date, and you'll. You'll have it live. Is there anything you don't do for the community? Well, I'm sure there are, but do we, we try to do as much out. as we can. Yes. <laughs> I know we had you um, at the Kiwanis Group. You were talking about some other partnerships um, outside of the library that you've got. Do you want to tell us a little bit about who else you're working with? Well, we actually have a partnership with Carnegie Hall in New York. Are you kidding? Nope. No. Um, we actually do a program called Link Up. In fact, as soon as this is over, I've got to go back to the professional development for the teachers. Uh, that session's actually happening right now. But wow. it's a, a program that we do um, for fourth graders. Yeah. And the fourth graders don't come and listen to a concert. They all learn the curriculum during the year. They play, learn to play the recorder. They learn all the music, the dance th- pieces. And they come and they actually are part of the orchestra. So during the performance, which is in May next year, there will be 900 performers in Great Chapel all playing together. Amazing. That is amazing. And it's an amazing experience. Orrin, I've got to ask you. What gave you the bug to love music? What I mean, your your energy literally bounces off me. Well, thanks. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure where it, where it came from. Um, yeah. my, my brother actually teaches, uh, or has just retired from the University of Wisconsin as a music uh, person. I think there was music in our house to a certain degree, but 
somewhere along the line, it just clicked. It's just amazing when you meet someone who that is so natural for. I'm actually a little tone deaf. Um, not a little, my husband would tell me. Very, very, very tone deaf. I took eight years of piano and I can't play anything, but I love music. Right. I, I, it, it fills you up and keeps you from having to have that separation of, you know, music people or non-music people. And now I'm seeing the time, so we're getting towards the end. Well, thank you so much, yes. Warren. Yes, you're welcome. And so that is tomorrow. Don't forget, you if you have a little one or a, a student, mm-hmm. you can bring them to the symphony. And uh, the um, you are and your offices are now on Central Avenue. You're right. We're in the old sheriff's residence in Wonderful, jail. I was sir. going to say that any age is welcome. Of course, yes. we had one lady who came in to buy tickets, and uh, she said, um, "I'm bringing my mother with me. She's 102." I love this. That is incredible. So any, any age is just fine. We've even had infants come. So if this, if you have never had this opportunity to see the Central Ohio Symphony, tomorrow night is the night to, you know, start your love of our local symphony. Just come on in, get a ticket, bring your library card, kids. Show no, your parents away. And the first of five performances this year. Next one's in November. We have the holiday concert in December. In March, we have one of the world's greatest trumpet player right now coming back in. Wow. And then a, the final concert will be in early May. That's fantastic. I am really looking forward to getting in myself this year. Great. And um, Hannah, we have a few things coming up. Is there anything you really want to talk about? Well, this week is National Friends of the Library Week, and Woo-hoo! we've been loving our friends. And they have, have a book sale tomorrow. Uh, and everybody, tonight. you and better tonight. get there. The, you talk about deals. Mm-hmm. Their bag of books. Mm. You can fill as many as you can get in there, and they will egg you on. Oh, they will. Oh, they yeah. will. So that is at the Delaware Library. Um, there is one, and I do believe it starts this evening. Yes. And then t- tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., uh, come on in, and and there will be books. It'll be amazing. I think we also have coming up at the Orange Branch Library, Fun with Forensics. This is going to be for our tweens, 6 to 12. That's today. See, this is why somebody has to hold my hand here. Today, (laughs) it's ages, um, tweens for ages 6 to 12, um, and children examine a crime scene, collect evidence, learn forensic science. Now, I personally, you know I'm going to support this one. My dad used to do stuff like that for a living, (laughs) and there are clues in our world everywhere we go. And schools are out today. It is like Central Ohio Teachers Day, so the teachers are at school working. You got the kids at home. Bring them into the Orange Branch Library at 2 p.m. and solve a crime. You're going to have a blast. thinking skills. It's yes. fun, and they don't even realize they're learning. Nope, <laughs> not at all. Uh, next week, we're, we're getting um, teens who, if you have, who have the writing bug or are very creative. Um, we're going to get started lear- thinking about NaNoWriMo, which is National I Novel Writing Month. That's November, so we're going to start thinking about it next week. And um, we're going to talk. It's for teens and tweens. Come on into the Orange Branch Library. And um, we're going to start with planning how we how we start to write a novel. <laughs> and if you want to know the truth, it's just fun to say NaNoWriMo, NaNoWriMo over and over and over again. Um, okay. And with that, I have to say thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll see you in the stacks.